What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. And Judah. I was waiting for Shad. <laughs> I was like, why is it? Where is he? <laughs> Shad had to work today and yeah. the next six weeks. <laughs> Shad's sick. <laughs> for, for six weeks. <laughs> um, so we are batch recording today. We're going to mm-hmm. be going through six weeks of content. So, yeah. Um, that's why you're going to see our clothes not change for yeah. six weeks. It's not we being grody. Yeah, and we're <laughs> just trying to really focus and prime or um, whatever. Make really good quality, you know. I can't talk. This is how it happens in the <laughs> real studios. They make it all happen yep. as efficiently as possible. Yep. There we go. That's that's the word. Yeah. That's the money. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about God's wisdom and what it means to us and how it's helped shape us as, you know, just humans. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, wisdom has been like a big thing, like over the last few years. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I know a lot of people start with reading the Psalms and everything, Mm -hmm. seeing how David prayed to God and mm-hmm. interacted with God and that's always a great place to start but you've got to go somewhere after that like mm-hmm. you you continually go back to the Psalms yeah. but you want to go further and that's where the the wisdom books come in especially Proverbs for me yeah. and I've spent a good hot minute in Proverbs and it's really helped shape me as an individual so y'all, y'all can talk a little bit about just a little bit about it and then we can get deeper and get the shovels out. And so wisdom for me, that's one of the first things like when I, cause I dropped out of school, like the beginning of ninth grade, I got my GED. Um, when I first got saved, I couldn't even like really understand the Bible, mm-hmm. but I understood one verse. It says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord and he'll give yep. it to him. And so I was like, Lord, help. (laughs) And I was just like, Lord, I need your help to understand your word. I need to understand Mm -hmm. what's happened to me. What am I getting into? And then from there, it was like, bam, it clicked. And now I just, my brain is just like firewire and just connects everything Mm -hmm. together. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) and, um, one of my favorite, um, parts of his wisdom that I've seen is, um, and it's only recently understood this verse where it's talking about, he, hated Cain, but loved Abel, or he yeah, hated Cain, loved Abel, he chose Jacob over Esau, and uh, the, he, how he chose, and he, you know, and people were like, oh, that's predestination, Calvinism, you're predestined, and you're not predestined, but you're pre-, you know, like, he, but what Paul was actually explaining was God's ability to choose, Yeah. and so now he's shown that he can choose, and then through Christ, he's chosen us all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not selective. Yeah, it's not so. It's not that he was. Paul was saying there's a selective choosing. He's just saying I want to explain and show God has the ability to choose, and now through His one Son, He's chosen His Son, but yeah. then He's included us all in His Son. And in Galatians three, it talks about Abraham and his seed, singular seed, being Christ. And so all the promises were to Abraham and his seed, never to us, but to Christ Himself. Yeah, but. Then Christ said, all that is mine is yours and yours is mine. And so the gospel is the, they call it the grand laugh. It's the most wonderful wisdom you could ever have because it's idiot proof. Because <laughs> <laughs> God made a covenant with God in the flesh. It's, it's, that's so, 
we're entered into the promise of the mm-hmm. seed. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, man, that's like the more I think about it, because like I spent a long time meditating on like, Lord, I don't know the gospel. Like I can't really tell someone the gospel. I don't understand this. I don't, you know, why did you save me? I didn't know you. I didn't care about you. Like, okay, I sinned against you. I don't know you. I don't care yeah. to know you. Because that's how the, you know, they explain you. You're a sinner. You need to clean yourself up and because you've sinned against God. And I'm like, I don't care about God because <laughs> I don't know God. I never knew God. So, so I was like, it doesn't matter. But then as he began explaining to me, he's like, no, what actually happened is you came from me. Yeah. I am your father. You are my seed. You are my child. And I called you to myself to know you, not to be a, uh, to overbear on you, but to be with you and have relationship with you. And all this happened, right? But my seed was to come and to make it rectify so beautifully so that we can never be separated again. And I was like, I can get behind that because you love me. You want to yeah. know me. And so it, it became real. <clears throat> God became not God that I serve, but God who is with me. Who is yeah. like, And so that's just wisdom to me that, that he's not a God who's like, I deserve it. You got to worship me. And he is. He could. He could do yeah. that. But he, he shows in himself he wrapped himself and washed their feet. <laughs> he served them. And that's what he's done in us. He served himself up for us in wisdom. He served his body up and gave himself so that we could be <laughs> forever with him. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about, like, a verse that's really been, um, I guess, like, I don't know, just a thing for me. Um, it's Ephesians 1. Uh, this is around, like, 17 and 18. It's like, um, it's something I pray for myself and I pray for other people is just in... Um, that I grow in spiritual wisdom and insight, that I can grow in the knowledge of God and just knowing more about who he is, just like Judah was talking about, because the more I know about his love, you know, that's really all I need to know. (laughs) Um, And it, like when I think about wisdom, I think about, the his voice whispering to me throughout the day about just even like the little things mm-hmm. and um because it's definitely um it's having that mindset the mind of Christ and yeah. it's like just growing in being wired in my thinking like him and allowing the Holy Spirit to it's like having the wisdom to realize that you need his way of thinking mm-hmm. um, and his way of living and um, but that only happens through me receiving that love and understanding that um, you know I'm wa- walking in that love um, yeah, that's what it is to me. So, 
I was just over here thinking as both of y'all were speaking and everything, and I, like I talked about proverbs first and everything, which I could go on a whole tangent on proverbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, chapter eight is probably my favorite, just because like it's talking about like the personification of wisdom, yeah. mm-hmm. especially at the end of the chapter where wisdom is dancing before God, like. Mm-hmm taking joy in what he's making and everything. But God, like, he was like, hey, what about this? And I've I've been reading through Matthew, and just every time Jesus speaks, it's just like, it is wisdom incarnate. It's Mm -hmm. what we are going after. If Solomon was the wisest man to ever live, what about God that became man? <laughs> like, he's the most wise person yeah. to ever live. And that's our bar that's been set for us. Yeah. And if we're looking at how Jesus lived, and we're looking at how he treated people, yeah. because when he called a spade a spade, I was talking mm-hmm. about that earlier with Amy, and I was reading Mark this morning, and the Pharisees are like, why does your disciples not wash their hands and like he literally he's like you bunch of hypocrites like he just like (laughs) lays right into them but for the people that don't know better Mm -hmm. he just shows them compassion and love and I think that just looking and I know it's like oh well look at Jesus and see how he walked that's how we should walk I know that's a very simple thing but just Mm -hmm. like you were saying if you ask for wisdom yeah it's freely given. Yep. And we have four books that literally show how wisdom is walked out in life. Yeah. Not just the wisdom books, you know, Proverbs and Leviticus and not Leviticus, Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about. They're not just those, but the Gospels are wisdom books in themselves. Yep. And I, but my mind just got blown when it, God was just like, here's a little gold nugget. I was yeah. like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Christ is, Paul said, Christ has become wisdom mm-hmm. to us. And like, I always think it's funny when people are like, I know talking about Christ just is like basic, but that is like a really great offense, to be honest. Because yeah. Christ, so there's not, Christ is not the starting point. He's not the ending point. He is the point yeah. <laughs> of everything. Yeah. Everything hinges on him. There's a quote that says, the world was made so that Christ could be born. So, like, literally, everything was made for him, through him, and held together by him. So, and and if we, if God left wisdom as a subject, we'd be, all become philosophers. Yeah. But he put it in flesh, so we become relationship-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because if we approach wisdom as only a concept, like, God's wisdom is, your ways are higher than mine, your thoughts are higher than mine, and, oh, you leave them way up here. And God yeah. does not want to be a part he wants the closeness of relationship. Yeah. So he put flesh on and he's like, yeah. here I am, wisdom. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need truth? Here I am. You need a way? Here I am. You need life? Here I am. Everything you need is in me. You search the scriptures. If in them, you'll find eternal life. But they speak of me, but you won't come to me. Yeah. Like ultimately, the very word we read should not supplement us putting it down and going, you are here. Yeah. This very moment with me. Yeah. You're not... A God I'm learning about. You're a God I'm living with. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you just said, like, 
that kind of Old Testament perspective of, you know, my thoughts and ways are higher than yours. But Paul turned that around yeah. in the New Testament and said, but now you have the mind of Christ. Exactly. So because you, you are connected. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because when you have the mind of Christ, you're coming into unity with God's uh-huh. thoughts and his ways. You're abandoning yeah. the things of this world yeah. to come in line with him. And, as y'all was talking earlier, and I wasn't going to say it because I was like, I don't know. But <laughs> when you said he's he brings everything together, it's all because yeah. of him. When Adam sinned, he ripped man away from God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was not just a patch to yeah. patch it together because you don't put new wine in old wine skin. Correct. Mm-hmm. He was here to recreate. Mm-hmm. He was a new creation mm-hmm. to bring back unity with man and God. Yeah. And like Jesus talks about that. He's like, you don't patch uh, old clothes with a new patch. Yeah. Like it's like all of these things that we've heard, but it doesn't really make sense. And yeah. like we cannot look at this relationship as something that other people get to have and yeah. we don't. Or it's not for me because I don't feel it. Yeah. It we're seeing it. We're mm-hmm. seeing it through every day. Yeah. And I, I I just wanted to throw that out there because like I had it earlier and I was like, okay, God, I'm not gonna I'm gonna search it out. And yeah. like you said that he was like, it's already been searched. Yeah. <laughs> it has. And like and one thing, like even when I say relationship, relationship is not even a good enough word. Yeah. The more we understand, it's unity. Mm-hmm. It's not just he wanted a relationship. He wanted unity to be united yeah. again in thought and feeling and speech. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's three and one, he's showing his character, his wisdom right there. So if they're th- three, but they're one, so why would he have us? He's like, we're three and one, so you're like way over here. No, he is showing he always wants the unity. So it's not, so like right now, he's in me. He, yeah. And he said this, he says, I want you to know this. He's going, he said, I am in the Father. You are in me, and I am in you. And then Paul takes it further and says, the fullness of the deity of the Godhead dwelled in Christ, and he has poured himself out in you. So as we sit here, the fullness of God, the fullness of heaven is in here. (laughs) We're not just flesh sacks that are trying to be ethereal and and, pontificate upon all these these big words and sound cool. No, we are experiencing God experiencing us. Yeah. In the Philippians, it says he works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The wisdom of God is not some far off thought and way that you're going to start to think and then you'll levitate everywhere. No, but it's the, it's, this is the, the fear, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fear is a true, actual, reverent understanding but even further, how large and amazing he is. Because Paul yeah. says, he, in that same verse before he says it, he says, and people always quote and stop this part, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And they stop there and make it a work. But what he's saying is, guys, I'm spitting some heavy knowledge, but I'm about to die. You can read it. And he, yeah. <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing from nowadays. I'm about to die. Y'all need to learn who is in you. So work out your salvation, what's happening to you, with fear and trembling and actual understanding of who's in you because... There's one in you working to will and to do of his good pleasure. So it would probably be beneficial if you knew who's actually in you. Yeah. Who's actually working in you both to will and to do of his own pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so the more we get that, the more rest we enter to. Because 
you you can stop there and go, God is in me, working in me, both to will and to do of his good. Right this very second, I don't feel anything, but you're in me. I'm in you. We're together. Everything, and then you're like, I have problems? God is amazing. God is huge. I don't have problems. You know. I have, okay, then because because this, this is how I think. You can take it. And so, just like you have a problem in your life, you see and you bring it up to the Lord and say, Lord, why is this problem in my life? Is it because of this or that? And he says, neither. It's for the glory of God. And then he goes up to that problem and solves it. Yeah. And gets glory in that moment. So now, <laughs> with that wisdom, because we are taking part in him and who he is in that wisdom, we can begin to see problems and start seeing them as God glory moments <laughs> and be like, man, my old mindset would see this as a problem and I would be ruled by this, but I have the ruler of all in me. So Lord, Hey, there's a moment for you to have a glory. And you sit back and just rest and go, man, the Lord is working in me and this is going to be such a glorious moment. And then once that happens in your life and you begin to have the that same thing and think the same way that God does, you begin to see other people that are throwaways, wrecks, and useless by a world standard, a world's yeah. mindset. And you go, man, there is such a glory sack right there. <laughs> There's such a glory opportunity. Yeah. And then you begin to hang out with them. And then they say something, but you understand you have the words of life in your mouth and blessings in your mouth. And you say, man, I know you see it like that, but I don't see you like that. I see you like this. Yeah. And I've done that multiple times. And people at first are like, at first, but after a while, they're like, you really think that? Why do you think that? Yeah. Why do you think that about me? Why are you always encouraging? Why do you always love me? Why are you always with me? I've done evil things. I've done mean things to even you. Why are you still around? Mm-hmm. Because I just don't see the way you see. <laughs> yeah. I see, a, I see, and then you just begin to pour out. And then, because you don't have to mention, you can go a year without even mentioning God, but you're being like him. Yeah. And then there comes the moment where the scripture says, have an account for this joy that you have. And they're like, why do you treat me like this? Mm -hmm. Because you just don't see the you I see. <laughs> That's all Jesus did with his disciples. Yeah. And he... <laughs> And he said, he'd always call them back and say, this is not who you are. And when they said something stupid, he said, get behind me, devil. You had it right here. You ain't have it right here. This mindset is not right. You think about only about yourself and the ways of man. Yeah. So he wasn't calling him the devil, but his mindset, because he's like, only God could give you this thought. Yeah. And then he's like, he came with this thought. And he's like, only the devil can give you this thought. And now you yeah. have a contrast. Well, it's like God, he knows how to do healthy relationships and yeah. he establishes it with us and i know in having an understanding of how someone truly loves me in his love like that i mean it, it just it naturally just affects everything mm -hmm. and like <clears throat> i've seen it like you know, in my relationship with Zach, I've seen it in my relationship with my family, um, with friends. And it's just like it. When you receive a healthy love and you actually believe that someone believes that you're deserving of it. Yeah. Like. And because like you were just saying, like, you know, in interacting with people like at first they may not receive it because 
majority of the world doesn't believe that they deserve love. They believe that lie. And it's, you know, for those who have received and have that knowledge of Christ's love, it's like you should be compelled to love other people that same way. But it's like we're like, just in us talking about it, it's like, you know, we have to receive it first. But when you do, it's, it's because you realize that someone said that you were worth dying for and you're worth sharing all the riches that he earned mm-hmm. that we don't deserve. It's, it's realizing that somebody called you worthy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, and it's, it's funny that like we're talking about wisdom, but we keep coming back to, well, walking in wisdom is just, it's not about books. It's not yeah. about, you know, it's about walking in a love that allows you to live your life in freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm, point. I mean, like, because <clears throat> I like, I know, like, I come from a family where, like, knowledge is really, really important, you know, and, and obviously, like, I mean, everybody wants to do well in school and that sort of thing, but it was, like, it was really important, <laughs> like, yeah. and, um, you know, like, not, like, going to college, like, when I didn't want to go to college, it was, oh. like, <laughs> I was... That was, <laughs> that, that was yeah. a grinding point and um but i mean i did go and everything but um it was and i'm glad that i got that experience and i'm thankful for it but it's like there's just something i can have all the knowledge in the world i could have a phd but i could still be a crappy person and not know how to live my life yeah, you know yeah. and I would rather have the wisdom about how, because honestly, like in having that love, like I know we've been learning that in like our business and everything. Like it's, you know, it's like, well, like the, I feel, I don't know. It's just, it came to mind. It was like, you know, well, wisdom and, you know, in love and treating people right and everything. It's like, you know, well, love doesn't pay the bills, but it's like, I know that we've learned in our business that treating people well gets you really far. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And True. just, like, it just cuts away all those stupid lies about how the world operates in family and business. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there really is a better way. Yeah. And, but the only way that you're going to understand that is in receiving that love and believing that somebody said that you were worthy of it. And that, yeah. And it's, uh, I always, I meditate a lot on First uh, Corinthians 13 when explaining love because, I mean, you're right. And that's why love is a person. Mm-hmm. But the way, or wisdom is a person. But he's displayed his wisdom through love. Right. And to ultimately to love someone who, one, isn't deserving and doesn't even think they're deserving is and you're not like doing it from like i'm loving you because i'm you know and you're just yeah Yeah. this is who you are but like i meditate a lot and there's extreme statements that are made 
in um, First Corinthians 13. Um, love believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love yeah. never fails. Mm. Yeah. There's these three things that happen that make love never fail. Yeah. Believing, not believing all things, but believing in all things. Um, enduring all things. Hoping all things. Yeah. And I'm like, man, love never fails. Love, so what it's stating is love is a consistent thing. And no matter what happens, like, and I think the world's starting to understand this, the external is not our life. Because <laughs> when we go, and I go sit in a room, there's a world happening in here. It's a world of thoughts, sometimes unruly, if I do not become a king of my own mind. Yeah. There's a kingdom in here. But how the kingdom is ruled in here affects the external. Oh, oh yeah. Well, Ultimately, this is not my life. I'm eternal. <clears throat> this is going to fade away. It's going to be a puff of smoke when I compare it a millennia from now, 20 millennia from now. I'm going to yeah. be like, man, this one vapor. Wow. But it's so important. And so, like, I just made a post last time. Like, I'm, I'm learning to be so just satisfied with my life because my life is in me. It's Christ. And, and my life is not out here. But my life inside has to affect my life outside. Yeah. A seed, there's seeds constantly coming out of my mouth because it says there's fruit. Those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. There's there's fruit that comes out of your mouth. The reason there's fruit is because there's seeds. Yeah. <laughs> and so we need to learn that every word we say is a seed. Just like I was saying with, with you know my family stuff, my seeds were not coming out with life. They were not yeah. coming out right. And it planted wrong things that I had to go and uproot and plant new things and go, hey, you know, here's here's the right plant. (laughs) And we got to know there's so much power with our words and we can speak and see things change. And I think the Christian world is realizing miracles and all these things are wonderful and we're going to see them. But I think we're going to see them more as we grow in love because faith works through love and you have to have faith to work miracles and healings and all these things. But if you don't have love... You don't have faith, you don't have miracles. Yeah. So people are trying to get faith, neglecting love, to get, and that's that's abuse of power. Yeah. Because you're just abusing a gifting, because gifts are given without repentance. I mean, repentance is there's no change of heart. And to change, you have to have love. You cannot have change without love. Yeah. You only degrade. People who change and get bitter, like something that changes, like their rust can change you. That's not a good change. The only way to have fruitful change is through love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and God's connection to us is through love. Yeah. For God so loved the world. Yep. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't have sent Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's our connection to everything. And you were talking about words. Uh, I spoke Sunday morning on, you know, there's death and power and life in the tongue. Mm-hmm. And those who love to talk will reap its consequences. Yeah. That isn't just the jabber jaws. Yeah. That's everybody. Everybody loves to talk. So we're all going to reap the consequences yeah. of whatever we're sowing. Mm-hmm. We're going to reap. But if we're sowing love wherever we're going, or we're silent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you're going to say something, say something good. If mm-hmm. you're not going to say something good, shut it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's just, like, we have to be careful about what we put out into the world. Mm-hmm. Because... People are going to see us by the way we love. Mm-hmm. And if we're loving, then we're walking in wisdom because we're walking in the way our Father 
walks. Mm-hmm. We should be a representation of him, and he loves. Yeah. A fool um, can seem wise by not speaking. A fool proves he's a fool by speaking. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the proverbs yeah. that contrasts that. A fool proves he's a fool by what he says. Yeah. <laughs> a fool can seem wise by not saying anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I've tried to learn, because I used to just talk on every subject, even if I, now I do it now, just jokingly to annoy people, but I used to talk on it like I knew something. Um, and now I'm like, man, I have no idea about this subject at all. I can probably like glean something and say something that seems good, but I'm just gonna shut up most of the time. But I like to annoy people still. So yeah, I like to make, <laughs> I like to make things up and like yeah. <laughs> throw there's, stuff out there. There's still some fun to do that, but like in a serious subject, yeah. I need to go like you don't have anything to say. I have no idea what this is about, so we're gonna yeah. just we're gonna shut up here. <laughs> yeah, and th- that's one of the things like being a teacher and being around band directors that I learned is. When there are people around you that know more than you and have walked yeah. a lot longer, like, and Amy's even been around when I'm around a bunch of older band directors, I don't talk a lot. Yeah. Like, I did not talk a lot. I just listened. Mm-hmm. Because the golden nuggets that were given yeah. during that time helped make me better. Yeah. But if I would have been like, oh, yeah, I do this, and, like, they're like, yeah, that's nice, son. You know? <laughs> Boy. Yeah, here's your pat. Yeah, that's it. good job, and that would have been it. But yeah. instead, that's how we've got to be with God. Instead of us always talking, mm-hmm. let's do some listening. That's yeah. a wise choice. Mm-hmm. And listen to his wisdom. Yeah. And that's going to open a lot of doors up. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else? We're going to wrap it up today. I think that's Gucci. All right, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> Help. <laughs> there you go, everybody. There is our... This might be the first episode of the year. Yeah. It's talking about wisdom. That's a good mm-hmm. way to start the year. Yeah. Good way. Yeah. This is the way, everybody. The truth and the life. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> If you enjoyed the episode, please let us know by liking it, following all those good things. But let us know how wisdom has changed your life in the comments below. We'd love to get to hear about that. If you need any prayer about anything, please contact us. You can either direct message us or you can email us at belightshow at gmail.com. We'd love to get to partner with you in prayer. Uh, And as we close out, um, who wants to pray? Also, last thing, podcast version of this show, mm-hmm. they're always going to be there. Be it's a, any podcast service, be a light show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And you can listen to it. If you don't have the mental energy to watch it for 30 minutes, you can certainly listen for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. And we're across yeah. like all the yeah. podcast platforms. All of them. Yeah. And we also have a Patreon, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash be a light. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go over there and get the podcast version or the video version a week early. Yep. So you can be a cool kid and be ahead of the trend. Yep. So there you go. You can support us there. Who wants to pray? I will. All right. Well, Lord, I thank you since it's probably going to be the beginning of the year video. We thank you for wisdom and that there would be a New Year's revolution, not just a resolution, but a revolution, a revolutionary change of mind as we focus and rest in you and have grown our unity with you. I thank you for that, Father. In your mighty name, amen. Amen. Amen.
Well, we hope that you have an awesome start to your year. This has been Zach. And Amy. And Judah. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. Thank you.